conversion therapy. What are you doing? We can see you through the microphone. And I put, <laughs> nope, get your fly. Uh, I thought she was talking to me. Yeah. Thank you. I can I'm glad see you. you clarified that. This is us. Can I? It's Karen. That's Karen saying this is us. That's right. This is Bonnie. Yeah. That's her. The Bonnie, the the shamed person. I need to tell everybody what happened to me at the gym. Is that okay? Do we have time for I that? I think it's perfect. My horror story? Yeah. Good. So I'm at the gym, and I had Rick James radio on, which if you know Rick James music, it's dirty, and it's all about drugs and three-way sex, and so I'm just dancing kind of and moving around and singing to the music, and some guy on a gets machine. off his machine and on his way out. Yeah, I was on a machine. <laughs> she wasn't just... All I was doing it. <laughs> See, you leave out one detail, and then nobody knows if you're doing, she's a oh, maniac, oh. maniac, in the middle yeah, of the floor. I'll, I'll always leave out a good detail for you. So, so I'm just on the elliptical up, down, up, down, but it's so boring. Then like, Oh, you know, super freak comes on and, and you know, you're moving your head to the left and right and singing along with it. So some guy comes along, taps me on the hand he's, and I'm like, Oh my God. Hello. And he's like, I just wanted to know, I wanted you to know I enjoyed watching you like enjoying the music and swaying to it. And I'm like, Oh God. I said, well, that's why I keep my eyes closed. I'm like, that no. is, it's so now uh, I'm Miss Boring on, which is fine for <laughs> so everybody. So you're listening involved. to classical music or Joe Rogan. How, That's right. I mean, that is <sighs> unacceptable no matter what the conditions are. But I mean, I can see myself doing that because I'm a real like. Let me go edify this person, or this thought came to my mind. Let me go say it. But I'm sorry. Anytime man to woman, nothing should be said. There should be no acknowledgement at all. You could totally <laughs> got just... your foot caught in the elliptical. A man shouldn't come up and tell you. It's my belief. No, that one I think would be fine. But it makes it... Okay, so guess what, people? When you read those little bullshitty things that are made in China where they take a piece of scrap wood and paint on their dance like nobody's <laughs> watching, guess what? <laughs> dance like nobody's watching so that they can then come up to you and say, hey, I was watching. It wasn't even dancing. Whatever. So now I'm just like doubling down on the fuck you. I'm going to enjoy Good. the music. Yeah. It's not anything crazy. It's not Phoebe from Friends jogging in the park with Rachel when Rachel looks horrified, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like, how many men, though, have chased women out of getting healthy or taking care of themselves at the gym? And it doesn't matter what kind of body or what kind of age or anything. That's that's it. I don't know. Health crisis of women goes back to men. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Amer. Amer. <laughs> well, I want to. Amer. He's like, what is, did I our, do? is our token male when we do our sponsored Zooms. So anytime we yeah, say anything awesome. about men, we're like, Amer. So he's fun. Uh, you know, and I, I'm, I want to say, like, with the whole benefit of the doubt thing, I'm sure it was just a nice comment. Of somebody right. going, totally. oh my God, you were having so much fun. That was great. And it was, yeah. But at the same time, 
God, we really mess ourselves up in our brains, don't we? No. I, I Mine no. is just flat <laughs> and unresponsive. But, yeah, for sure. Anyway. I would be um, paralyzed by that. I'd just be like, no, do not bring attention that I am being looked at when I don't know I'm being looked at. Don't ever do that yeah. again. I've called the police. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tell on you to the 12-year-olds manning the desk who right. do nothing but stand there <laughs> while the beeping machine checks everybody in. There. Anyway, so Sounds let's see good. what the heathens have to say with their stories this yeah. time. Yeah. Let's read all these people's letters and you can send your letters go to deconversiontherapypodcast.com. There's a place for you to put in the letters and I have everything in the details down there. You can see where you can find us on social media. We do have all the hundreds and millions of ways you can help support the podcast. We try and think of inventive different things. I didn't tell you this, Bonnie, but Mm -hmm. I put up a meme on our Instagram that was just like, be an atheist and save 10% on, you know, it was just one of those... Someone remarked, it reminds me of you guys always asking for money. And it <gasps> killed me. It killed me. So if it posted when anything. Do, we don't always ask for money. That's what I am thought. But because I'm trying oh, to get no, better. We tell people they can. Right. So I said, well, oh my God. at least we pay taxes. Because we're a small business. And we've got, <laughs> until we get sponsors... <laughs> This is the way it is. So go look down below. You can do anything from $5 to tip our Venmo to being a sponsor and coming into our Zooms. Right. And yell at Amer or just do what we really need, which is rate and review. And that's absolutely free. So just enjoy. But, um... Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's st- I know. Now you're feeling as paranoid as I am. <laughs> I was that's like Well, the, I'm double cuz uh, now right. I have gym shame. That's my <laughs> elliptical. Oh my goodness. Anywho, right. but Thanks. we've also gotten some great DMs and things from people who are questioning things in life that they didn't feel they could question. Um, so that's it. We're changing the world, Bonnie. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny to think that you think you can't question anything. Um, That's... Yeah. It's so... To me, I'm saying, because when I was younger, I questioned everything. I didn't tell everybody, but I sat there to myself and I'm like, ah, they're full of shit. Ah, they're... they're Right. See? Not me. Not me. Okay. Yeah, I don't oh know if God. we come out of the right. womb that way. My, oh, right. my, my story starts, Dear Karen and Bonnie, I was at the gym trying to share Jesus with some <laughs> lady, telling her that she better stop listening to songs about three ways. Oh, God. <laughs> and for some oh. reason, I've never seen her again. <laughs> I assume she's at church now. Okay, I'll start with this uh, one. <clears throat> okay. Love the podcast. My story starts in the 90s when I was a high schooler at a pretty large church with a 350-person youth group. 
I was fully devoted to Christ. Well, really, the social aspects were the most important. But we did some crazy things at our, I love this one. This is the brand of, of what they do. At our totally oh, no. radical worship, TRW TRW. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we often sang cover songs. It doesn't even spell anything. Listen. That's, That's such bullshit. It, yeah. It's not even an acronym. Well, let me tell a you. spelling thing. This person actually okay. put TRL, but I feel sorry for them if they think it's lourship. So I just changed That's it to That's Total Request Live. I know. Well, what's That's the MTV. L in their TR worship? Anyway. Oh, my God. Let me get this person's name so we can mock them. Melissa. Yeah. God. Okay. That's okay. Melissa, I, I enjoyed watching Melissa. you <laughs> enjoy the music. I love watching okay. you when you don't know. Um, so we often sang cover songs that our pastor had changed the words to make Christian. We've heard this before. Yeah. Bonnie will love this one. But one of my favorites was Yahweh to the tune of Layla by Eric Clapton. No! <laughs> Yahweh no. <laughs> got me on my knees, Yahweh. Ooh, that works. We also have... Wait, hold on one <clears> second. <throat> Let me just say that if you could take any artist who had the least ways of Jesus, it's going to be Eric Clapton. Yes. Oh, listeners, side The three note. years of heroin You want to hear about Eric Clapton? <laughs> Sit down and listen to Bonnie's Eric Clapton episode. <laughs> Okay, um, we also had, you are... Do I, wait, do I, do I have an Eric Clapton episode? No. Bad idea. Will now. Nope. We also had, you are my Lord instead of, you shook me my all sweet Lord. night long. By ACDC. No. Yep. No. Um, wow. Yeah. Our pastor was clearly a child of the 70s, knew Bonnie, and watched her. No. <laughs> and many other 70s rock and Eagles songs were changed. They tried to modernize and change Green Day, When You Come Around, instead of When oh She God. Comes Around. Um, and Hootie and the Blowfish, Only Wanna Be With Capital Y-O-U. But those were equally wait, awful. Wait, wait, how can you how can you tell when you're singing a lyric that exactly. is a capital letter? I did. Listen, you feel it in your heart. It's a change of heart. You don't understand. I only want to be with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. still shock people when one of these songs come on the radio and I sing all the Christian yeah. words. The worst thing I can think of was the summer before my senior year, me too, and we held, quote, Wordstock. It was one take on Woodstock, and we <laughs> sat outside for service and all dressed in 70s outfits. This is all fine and harmless, but they also held a, all caps, slave auction. Yes, you read that right. Okay. It was a fundraiser. They didn't even try to hide okay. the name or make it cutesy. We were straight up bidding on people. And I cannot believe it looking back. People could submit who they wanted to, quote, buy, and then you were called on stage and people bid for you. This was a big thing. 
in the 80s. Like, yeah, we did this in high school. I know. We had no understanding of how terrible we were being. Um, you had no choice. I was called up and my cor- current boyfriend at 17 years old and another 21-year-old man who was so creepy both bit on me, oh. but the 21-year-old man won because he obviously had more money because he had, had a full-time job. <laughs> Delivering pizzas or at the skating okay. rink is, is my guess. Oh I was 17 God. years old and horrified. Is this not oh. the sound of freedom? Is this not trafficking? Human trafficking. That's my idea. I was 17 years old and horrified. I really thought I had to be his slave for the night and was panicking. I talked to one of the youth leaders and got out of it, but it was horrible. There's no way my parents knew about this. They were not churchgoers and would probably have banned me from ever going back if they'd known. I only remember women having to go up and my friends had to go on dates clean homes, etc. as they were purchased. This oh, my is, God. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is what we talk Wait. about when we talk about in high trafficking. S- but when we did this in high school, it was just carry my books from one class to another. Go get me a drink of water. You know, it wasn't clean my house. I know, I know. Um, I think oh it was God. also like we dared them. I never participated because I wasn't allowed to gamble. No, I just wasn't popular. But I do remember I was part of it. I was on either side of, and I'll have to beep this out, walking out because he's like, can each of you hold an arm on each side of me? So he was bid, but I think what happened is then whoever bought them dared them like the next day dress like a baby the next day do this and whatever it yeah. was it took me until the pandemic yes 20 years to finally leave this place wow and i'm now questioning wow. everything but especially the concept of the mega church as you should thank you for your podcast i love it and appreciate the lighthearted tone thank you melissa and um yeah we will be reporting you to Homeland Security. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. For boy. what? <laughs> That's, do you know Homeland Security is the one that does, like, trafficking and child corn? Oh, whoa. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Hola. Me amo Karen. Confío en la ciencia. Wow, did that didn't that sound good? Yeah, that is what I have gotten and learned from Babbel. I love the app, as you know. I used it before we went to Italy to use a little Italian there and feel like I was being polite. Now I am going back to Spanish. A lot of you know that I have Cuban heritage, and one thing that happened in history is that Cubans who came here did not teach their children Spanish. So now, at this little young perky age that I am, I am reviewing vocabulary, I'm looking at how to say sentences, and I think I can take this on the road, y'all. I think... Now we can just go international. Right now, 
until September 9th, Babbel is having 60% off. That's why I'm getting in here tonight and telling you, go rush to the site, get 60% off, and you can learn Espanol with me. By the way, that is Spanish. And the sentence I said at the beginning says, I rely on science. Please join me, and you'll find the link right below in the details of that. See you there. All right, this is my favorite story submission. Um, This person says it's okay to use their name. Yes. So, hi, Lee. (laughs) Um, My story. My Christmas story in one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I played Mary, the mother of Jesus, nine times between the ages of 10 and 17. Oddly, I only played Mary Magdalene once. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Lee. Okay. I'm going to read another one now. I just thought you'd enjoy that. (laughs) Nine times. Nine times? I don't remember her playing Mary nine (laughs) times. Okay. Okay. So here's another one. Okay, this next story is a real story. It's from Jasmine. Jasmine says, I used to work at a Christian bookstore, and we got some pretty strange requests from people, especially over the phone. The most common strange phone questions were about anointing oil. Oh, yeah. Why is it holy? And how does it work? (laughs) How does it work? Well, if we knew how it worked, we wouldn't be here. Um, Explaining those answers is beyond the scope of this story. The runner-up for weirdest phone question I ever received was a guy trying to hack his friend's computer. He said, (laughs) sorry, he said his friend was a Christian and wanted to know what kind of words Christians might use as a password. I told him I couldn't help him. God. <laughs> um, that's just so obvious. Like, I'm trying to be a shithead and, and hack yeah, into somebody's help computer. help me do something illegal. Well, the holy help oil me. thing, the anointing oil, <laughs> makes me think it's just some old man with bunions. Like, I wonder if I put holy oil, if that'll cure it. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to call that or like- store near Publix. Right. <laughs> Or, or I'm I'm not Catholic, but I'd like something liquid to rub on myself. Great, you know, now holy water I'm, is I'm not one of our Baptist things. Different what? visual rabbit hole. Yeah, I meant on an injury. Anyway, okay, so back to the story. But the all-time weirdest and most astonishing question came one day about two weeks before Easter. After finishing my standard greeting with, how may I serve you today? <laughs> because Christians don't help. They serve rolls eyes. <laughs> I would say, how may I crucify you today? <laughs> uh, the woman on the other end said, yeah, do you have blood we can put on people? <laughs> no intro, no explanation. Yes. I'm really at a loss for words. <laughs> we have a shelf of blood. Everybody knows. It's common practice. <laughs> There's there's one shelf of blood and one shelf of blood you can put on people. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're different. Which you want. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Uh, my stunned silence followed her question. She asked it again, and I finally found my tongue and said, <laughs> No, ma'am, we don't carry that. 
Then she gave me an earful about how we ought to carry it, still without explaining (laughs) why the hell she wanted it. Finally, I got a word in edgewise to ask what she wanted to do with it. It's for Easter. What? (laughs) And another long pause followed as I tried to figure out why she wanted to put blood on people for Easter. Unable to reach a conclusion, I asked how she was planning to use it. Oh, don't ask questions. They're going to just give you answers. Um, She started her explanation by telling me she couldn't believe I was even a Christian if I had to ask that. Mm -hmm. And finally got around to explaining that her church was doing a reenactment of the crucifixion and they wanted to throw and splatter blood out into the congregation. What? Yikes. Hi, Pentecostals. How you doing? Part of it. Yeah, I don't ever remember the word splatter. Um, Okay, I suggested she call the local party store to see if they had fake blood. Mm. She said no. (laughs) They were full of demons Ah. and served Satan. So she wouldn't be getting the blood of Christ there. This is definitely a Pentecostal. Wow. God. (laughs) Then she asked if I knew where she could get a few gallons of real blood. This dumbfounded, I said, (laughs) Homeland Security on quick dial. Oh, gosh. Um, I said she might try calling a local butcher. She asked if I knew of a Christian butcher so that she could be sure the blood was holy. And I suggested she try the Yellow Pages. After I finally got off the phone, I told my coworkers about the call, and we all agreed we were glad we didn't attend that church. For real. (laughs) And then... And then, thanks so much for your podcast. I've been listening since 2019, and you're always a bright spot in my week. That's so sweet. It Thank is. you. And you're crazy for oh listening that long, but we appreciate it. Thank you. You're our best friend. So, <laughs> so how, yeah, the whole blood thing is, that's scary as fuck. I would just be like, hello, FBI. Um, could you see if any of their church members goes missing right before Easter. We have a blood situation. <laughs> right. Gosh. There's going to be a bloodletting <laughs> yeah. happening at this lady's house. Um, wow. I, every, every story that happens in a Christian bookstore, too, I picture that one in the little mall near us yep, growing yep, up. Exactly. That was actually, like, it was warm and cozy. Like, it was just in the right spot in the mall. And it had cute things in it, and um, you had Bible it was always covers. Fun to go in. You had bookmarks. Yeah. So those were really big in the eighties, early nineties. They started going out of business, but when I came to Nashville for visiting, and then when I moved here later, there used to be a mega store, Lifeway Christian mm-hmm. Mega Store in downtown Nashville. Like, I would just go there and go up and down the, like, it was my safe place. Yeah. And now I'm just like, God, it's so weird. And who knew that people were calling in for blood? Anywho. Because <laughs> a lot of them weren't. I, do A, know? don't think that's sanitary. B, as an owner of clothing that I like, Wearing it to a service that is going to get red stuff on it would piss me off. I totally agree. So what I've been doing recently on TikTok is some 
how I keep seeing all these church services live uh, Sunday mornings. Just go through and you'll start seeing them. And no, I'm I surprised <laughs> because it's nothing like ours. It's like 20 people right. in a church building. But I'm going to send you one because I don't know what's happening. It it looks boring as hell, but it's also just two men who might be twins and are sort of, uh, it, it's just so strange. So you have to wreck my algorithm. I'm going to wreck you. it. Yep. I okay, am. That's fun, fine. fun. Okay, let me read. I one. sent you something just now as a tiny present in case you want okay. to share, share with people what I saw yesterday. I took this picture for you. Okay, let me get. And these all have the font, the Christian font on the front. Ooh, Bonnie just sent me a picture of Bible covers. You know what? The ones in the 80s were so much better than this. And I can't stand the little writing on Mm -hmm. the front. Prayer changes Because they're all the same font. They're the same Hillsong-y font. But it says um, Bible covers, $7.99. Good stuff. Cheap. Great. (laughs) Well, if anybody knows the store Ollie's, that's his his like logo, his tagline, oh, oh. good stuff, cheap. Well, here I just Ollie's sent you, is just oh, I just sent you a picture of the service oh, that no. I just passed while yeah. I was. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! But okay, first of all, the lighting in there is unfortunate. It's terrible. But don't invite me to church if the lighting's going to be. Is some, that like a right. twin over to the right or a wife? We're not going to talk about it. It's either a twin or a mirror. It is not a mirror. Yep. We twin won't talk or about mirror. it. But I'm like, there's so much weird stuff. And I'm like, that's your church. Someone's sitting and no offense yep. to whatever that person's going through physically. But I just can't see that they being <laughs> exciting. I'm gonna They've got the Christian here. flag up, though. Oh, that makes it better. All right, here's another one, and this is from Jeannie. Hi, ladies. So excited to finally submit my little story. Like you, Karen, I probably have thousands of these. Let me take you to a small town in Missouri. No, Jeannie, do not. (laughs) Please don't. At at a tiny Southern Baptist church, extra now, with less than 100 congregants, most of them above the age of 60. All right, Jeannie. This is just my nightmare. (laughs) This was the kind of church that smells a little musty, still uses felt boards to tell children Bible stories. I remember that with the little felt. And sings only from hymnals and insists on singing all four verses, even the bad ones. Yeah. And then they recruited my family and specifically my pretty anti-organized church father. The same guy who was undiagnosed, ADD, who would start loudly packing up his stuff as soon as the pastor said, in closing, (laughs) even though everyone (laughs) knows that means there's still at least 20 minutes of hellfire preaching coming. Every month they had a Sunday sing where there was no sermon. Oh, Bonnie, you would love that. I'm going to get the address and let you go there. 
And just a pre... I'm not going there because you sing all four verses of the hymn. This is a Sunday sing. Full singing. Um, And just a bunch of pretty awful feature songs. My dad, feeling the Holy Spirit, LOL, decided that the whole family would sing. He chose Spirit in the Sky. It's an, uh, we have a theme this week. It's an old rock song from 1969 that had some questionable theology in it for those old traditional Baptists. Yeah, what were the... Let me interrupt you without looking. That is Norman Greenbaum. That's who sang that song. Sing it, girl. Please go on. Okay. But my dad was fired up. We practiced in our living room for weeks. Oh, it must be like a perform the singing Sunday. Interesting. The the anti-organized church guy was fired up at home. Yeah, he's going to sing Spirit That's what makes you think that it's real. He's fired up about Northern Nor- Norman Netherbaum's song. He's excited that his family's going <laughs> to sing it. So we practice in our living room for weeks. I can't properly underscore how big of a deal it was that my dad was doing this. It was, for my old man, a pretty vulnerable exercise that he was just really jazzed up about. <laughs> Cut to Sunday yeah. sing night. Everyone else has done the old traditional songs filled with weird, gory shit that I now understand to be creepy. You know, songs like Are You Washed in the Blood of Christ, sung by two women (laughs) whose vocal cords had seen better day about 30 years ago, bless their hearts. (laughs) Now my family, six of us, Taking the stage, my youngest brother hiding out in the side door where the choir typically waited before coming on. The rock music starts out over the AV system that hadn't ever played music like that before. Everyone looks (laughs) up in shock. My sister is absolutely wailing on the tambourine that was bought in 1942. We are crushing it. Hitting all the notes. My dad's having the time of his life. The pastor visibly appalled. My dad notices not. They're singing a rock song from the radio, Bonnie. You don't understand sin. Verse 2. Me and my sister belt in, gotta have a friend in Jesus. I don't know how it goes. All of us now, spirit in the sky. There's now two sinners clapping along, offbeat, because it ain't a white Baptist (laughs) church if it's on beat. They're totally unaware of the disapproving vibes in the crowd. And this is the real clincher. Verse 3 starts off with the words, Never been a sinner, never sinned. I've got a friend in Jesus. My sweet, crazy dad had no idea that this line would hang our fate. This so horribly theological, incorrect line. Because as you know, for Baptists, we spent 60 minutes every Sunday and Wednesday confessing how terrible of sinners we were. As we sing this line, mouths fall open. But we're not done yet. Our showstopper. No. 
The one we practiced for weeks. I love this dad. I love him. Um, there's a guitar solo. Oh, no. There's a guitar solo between verse 3 and 4. Now my little brother, four years old, bursts from the side door, sliding in on the stage on his knees, playing air no. guitar on a kid's guitar, and he's shredding. <sighs> No one is having it. No one is smiling. Well, save those two sweet <laughs> ladies who realize this is fucking revolutionary. As the music fades out, small claps re reach us at the stage. Small I claps. I know, where my dad is Aww. beaming. My mom is mortified, but proud of my dad. Um. Me too. The next Sunday sing, a new line shows up in the bulletin. Quote, all songs no. must be approved by the pastor Bruh. before singing. So I guess you can say we really fought the power that night. <sighs> I've since deconstructed my faith, and this memory, while fucking hilarious to me, is seared in my brain as a time where people of so-called faith had an opportunity to love and accept my father and instead chose yeah. to embarrass and sideline him. It's one of those things yeah. I'll never forgive, and it's reason 9,000 million I'm proud to be right, right. no longer a Baptist. Thanks for the laughs wow. for the past few years, ladies. Keep it up. Maybe we'll meet up in the spirit in the sky. Sky. Uh, <laughs> it's so good, and oh I love gosh. the dead. He's probably like, know. you know, this this will convert, and I love this song, and I get to be with my family, and we're going to yeah. have a great time. <sighs> Fucking Baptist. Something just must have come over him. Like, yeah, let's participate. Let's do it. Um, let's I, do it. I, wow. I know. That's so cute, though. It's so cute. It is. Thank you for that. And I then think they, they shut him down. They, yep. I just picture the four-year-old. They probably like, okay, this is back to the future. Now watch when Marty comes in and slides across the stage. <laughs> You're going to do that, kid. That was like, that was Christian cancel culture. That's no. right. All right. No. Have you got another All one? songs must be approved. Yeah, I've got another one. It's quick. Um, so this is from Mo. Okay, this is some light trauma in this, but it's easy to laugh at now 15 years later. It was year one of the first viral video making its rounds. The timed house string lights were set to Trans-Siberian Orchestra's oh, Carol yeah. of the Bells. Do you know what she's okay. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it melts your face off as far as instrumental Christmas music it goes. Does. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then when people put their house lights to it, amazing. Yeah, you want your face melted off. The worship pastor at our church thought it would be a great way to start the evening Christmas Eve services. I'm sure some of it was rooted in, hey, look, some of these folks only go to church once a year. Let's see if we can hook them. There you or go. maybe it was just fun. <laughs> So nah. Christmas Eve service begins and the and they show the video of the house on the screen and they're perfect. Oh, and the perfectly coordinated 
and it rocks, you know, for a homeschooled kid. <laughs> but Karen Look, agrees Mommy, that, that's that it the rocks. outside place they're showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the team knocks it out of the park. Everyone is cheering and applauding, and then from the woman sitting behind me, my mom, mm-hmm. comes a resounding boo! Oh, no. <laughs> boo! Oh. <laughs> I was mortified. Mom was very zealous and serious about her relationship with Jesus, and to spend even a moment doing something she didn't believe glorified him on Christmas Eve was boo-worthy. Oh, I remember tracking down the worship past of the following Sunday and apologizing on behalf of my mom. The elders and pastors at our church were very accustomed to my mom's strong opinions. Yikes. <laughs> that just makes me think of... Like so many things, I wanted to go behind and apologize for my mom. Like, oh, oh I'm absolutely. sorry. She said, "You two don't look like you should be married." Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. But how sad is it that they're just showing a, a overhead projector movie of a house with the lights? Yeah. I wonder if they got permission yeah. from those people. They probably didn't. That's how they do. <laughs> You know, you should call Homeland Security on them. I did. <laughs> That's who you call, you know. I did. <laughs> I did. Okay, I'm going to finish this well, up. Well, keep sending your story. Oh, you got another one. I'll just Ooh, finish yay. it up. Yeah. This one is from Jen, and it says, Hello, friends. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Assemblies of God Church. So, again, sort of the Pentecostal that we've been covering here today. And better yet... My dad was the pastor. All right. We will be starting a GoFundMe (laughs) for Jen's therapy. Uh, There are four children in our family, all girls. I'm sure my poor dad was riddled with anxiety over how to protect and raise us. And that usually showed itself through rigid house rules and explosive outbursts. When I was young, I remembered drawing a parallel between his anger and authoritarian rule to that of God we learned about in Missionettes, the Christian version of Girl Scouts. I roll. Missionettes. Missionettes. <laughs> Do you get a baton with that? Do high kicks? Okay. One year, with the help of a en- new enthusiastic church member who had artistic production experience, our church put together the most elaborate Easter plays yet, and I got to be part of it. I was only in the third grade, so my role was small, but I was happy to be an extra. Honestly, I was just over the moon to dress up and play pretend with everyone since there was no way my parents would ever allow me to mingle with the heathens in theater program at school. That is abusive. But Bonnie was in the theater (laughs) program, so I got it. Yeah, they were uber nerds and he should be mingling with them instead of the kids in i don't know choir the wild kids exactly <laughs> the fast kids <laughs> yeah. in band <laughs> uh, 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 i thought they meant church choir when the big day came i was all dressed up like biblical like a biblical peasant and filled with butterflies. They gave a group of us the cue to run into the sanctuary as an angry mob yelling, kill him, kill him. I remember our church doing this too. The whole kill him chant. Oh, 
So fucked up. So that's what we did. I made it halfway down the aisle when I saw it. The man who played Jesus couldn't make it, so someone had to stand in. My dad. There he was, (laughs) nailed to the cross. Nobody thought to tell me he was standing in for Jesus. I was shocked, and I completely (laughs) fell apart right then and there, screaming and sobbing. Needless to say, everyone was quite impressed with my acting skills. Acting. (laughs) I don't know if this has caused any trauma. I think it has. But somehow I look back on it fondly and think it's one of the weirdest, funniest memories from my Assembly of God AOG experience. Eventually, the church lost its death grip on our family, and we were freed up to do things like dance, go to see live music that wasn't Carmen or Amy Grant, and I can even enjoy a beer with my dad now. Imagine that. Thanks for the podcast, Jen. Oh, my. That'd be scary and hilarious to be like, they're killing my dad. And if she was younger, yeah. she'd be like, Daddy. Yeah. <sighs> Here's to the trauma, Aww. guys. You're, you've made it. You made it out in one way or another. Um, you didn't take many bodies yeah. with you. It's good. It's good. <laughs> you didn't, you know, purchase you, blood at a store. Well, they didn't carry it, oh, in fairness. Yeah, that's true. Um, you said something on your TikTok the other day about like, don't let something or no, it was, if something is still triggering you, then it's not ready to make that your niche. What was it you were saying? Yeah. Someone was asking me about my mental health, which I take total offense to, uh, are they saying I have a mental (laughs) health and how I protect it doing this niche. And I'm always like, I've been out for 25 years. And, you know, people going through things like this is the niche that we do, and I am not triggered by it as much as people who are newly going through it or whatever. And, yeah, I heard a memoirist, um, Roxane Gay, talking, someone asked about trauma and having to write their memoir, and they kept saying it's hard because I break down and cry all the time. And Roxane Gay was like, then you're not ready. Like, right. You've got to get over. That's the part. Yeah. Like, that's why it's funny for us because we're not triggered by it anymore. Yeah. And we can talk about it. Right. Right. And we we keep it as light as we can. That's it. Yeah. I mean, blood stories are funny. They're hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. All right. Thank you, guys. Please send us more of these entertaining letters. And we love you with, with a, the love for Eric Clapton. Um. <laughs> Hilarious. Love you. Bye. Bye.